Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. Three doctors said to my guest, you're going to die. You have cancer. They were preparing for the funeral, and God called it off. Uh, well, Gary and Rosie, on March 15, 2011, you were blindsided. Mm -hmm. Doctor said terminal cancer. Went to another doctor. Terminal cancer. Went to another doctor. Prepare for the inevitable uh, cancer. But interesting, Rosie, before you got this diagnosis, mm -hmm. you prophesied something. What was that? I did. Uh, Gary asked me to put my hands on his throat because the symptom of the cancer was coming with a scratchy throat that was just not going away. Mm -hmm. And as I was praying for him, my hands moved down to his left, lower left lung. And the Lord just said, you know, Gary's going to need to walk in his healing. And Rosie, I have led you ahead of him in your spiritual journey for a time just as this. Learn everything I have taught you, Gary will learn. And he will need to lean on you. So that was our, we didn't even know cancer was present yet, but that was about hmm. two weeks before it was diagnosed. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so Gary, you were a new believer. You had an idol in your life, hockey. <laughs> uh, and... When you found out, Rosie, mm -hmm. I mean, you have a healing ministry, you know God heals, but yeah. when you found out, right. what's the first thing you remember doing? Well, the first thing I remember doing when I met Gary, when he, because the call came to him independent of me being there. So I walked in the house and he was shaken. So I took Gary's face. Can I do that? Come here, baby. I took Gary's face and I just said, we serve a God that heals. He's in charge of our first day and our last, not cancer. So that was, it was just. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you look into the camera and you say that to someone right now. I would love to. We serve a God who heals. It's all over scripture. Let no one tell you differently. He is the God who healeth. He has declared that over himself. Jeremiah 30, 17 also says, it is my will to bind your wounds and heal your diseases. Stand on that. Man has a lot of wonderful things about us, but God is the author of our first day and our last day. And let no one take that away from you. When you're... Amen. When your, your children found out, yeah. how did they react? Well, okay, so we found out on a Tuesday. We thought, 
in a parent's wisdom, we'll wait a couple days to tell the kids because we didn't want them going back to school with that. Right. So we sat down and told them. And About how old were they? They were 10 and 13. And their very first response was, how long have you known? And we said three days. And my youngest stood up and said, how could you have kept that from us? We should have been praying. Three days was all it was, and they were indignant. They wanted to know right, right away, and they wanted to start praying for their daddy. So that was their response. Tell me what you observed with your eyes. That's what they wanted to do. But what did you observe with your eyes? I observed their faith. They're just their beauty and their faith. Did you see them praying? I did. I did see them praying. So we went up north. We got out of the house very quickly, went up north to a cabin. And my son Alec was on his knees for an hour and a half. He's 10 years old. An hour and a half praying to the Lord over a chair. Bennett, my older son, he's 13. And he was deep in the word. Friends were um, texting him scripture verses. He was claiming them and just really praying in the word. And I was praying. Gary had gone to bed. So he didn't get to witness all this. But then it, it was beautiful. Beautiful. For a 10-year-old on his, on his knees for that long a time. You, you was, told Gary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, I told how did him you what react when you saw the way your sons reacted? I was, I mean, like Rosie said, I, I was amazed of their faith at their age, mm -hmm. the maturity of their faith. Mm -hmm. It was amazing for me to see. I didn't know the depths of their faith until this happened. Mm -hmm. I did not see it firsthand like this. Yeah. It must have really affected you. I I, I cried many nights yeah. over that. You're a hockey player. I don't think you're a crier. <laughs> I'm a crier, Sid. I am. I am. I am a crier. And, I, and through this journey, the only time I've cried, I never cried for myself. I always cried when somebody was doing something kind for me. Mm -hmm. I had hundreds, thousands of people praying for me. Mm -hmm. And every time I interacted with any of these people, I cried. Mm -hmm. I'd, we had people working around the house for us. We had an army behind us praying for us, doing things for us. And the only time I cried is when, when I saw people doing things for us and helping us. Tears come from, for an evening, mm -hmm. but I tell you, I'm telling you, joy comes in the morning. Yeah. Don't you give up. Yeah. And when we come back, I want to find out how God called off the funeral. Do you want to find that out? <laughs> we'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Our world is rife with comparisons about what separates us. Day after day, we go about our lives with tunnel vision. But scripture tells us how Messiah broke down the wall between Jew and Gentile, allowing for the creation of one new man, one new humanity. This spiritual completeness is set to usher in the greatest move toward God the world has ever known. Sid Roth has discovered Scripture's key to reaching the Jewish people with God's love. One New Humanity opens the door for God to move in signs and wonders, and all will see the evidence of the invisible God promised in Scripture. At SidRoth.org, you'll find mentoring tools to empower you to share how One New Humanity is critical to bringing multitudes to know God. You'll understand Israel and the Jewish roots of the church and how all the nations of the earth will experience blessings unseen in human history. Log on to SidRoth.org today and learn how one new man is the key to unlocking God's greatest blessings. We now return to It's Supernatural. So, Rosie, you had a dream. 
And this changed everything. Tell me about that dream. Well, the dream was the night we went up to Duluth to pray. Uh, the dream was I had sought the Lord after the boys went to bed and just sought him, not for his will, but for his plan in this situation. I knew his will is to heal disease. I, I know that. But what was his plan in our life? So after that, he was quiet. I was expecting. I was, I was asking. I was asking in the heart of David, tell me, please tell me. But he was quiet, and that surprised me. So I, I went back to bed, and right before I woke up, just that little hazy time where you know you're waking up, but you're still in a dream state, that's when I hear the Holy Spirit the loudest, and he filled my mind with scriptures of healing, the last one being Jeremiah 30, 17, which says, my will is to bind your wounds and heal your diseases. So this is 6 o'clock in the morning, 6.30 in Duluth, Minnesota. It's cold. It's March. So I jumped out of bed. My poor husband, who is just being diagnosed with cancer. Very sick at the time. Very sick at the time, coughing all night long. I jumped out of bed. I woke him up, and I said, God is going to heal you. You have got to get up. And he's like, what? It's freezing outside. I go, I don't care how cold it is. God is going to heal you. You have to get up. Because part of the healing in, in Matthew, he talks about move this mountain. But if you keep on reading further, it's first get unforgiveness out of, your, out of the way. Gary and I needed to get unforgiveness in our marriage out of the way first. Yeah. He, the Lord just said, how can I have mercy on you if you will not have mercy on each other? So we had to get up. We had to clear the, clear the decks. Our boys were still sleeping. That is nothing I wanted them to hear. So we were up and walking in the parking lot. Gary was so obedient. He didn't feel good, but he was out there in the cold. And we literally confessed to each other the pain and suffering that we had brought each other in marriage. So I don't want to jump too far. Yeah. How, Gary, how's it changed your marriage because of what you've gone through, because of that repentance yeah. and being real with each other? It, is, it has made our relationship all the more real. Up to that point, we were casual with each other. We, we're, we were spiritually in different places. Now we are, we are in sync. Mm -hmm. We are more authentic to each other. We, we tell the good and the bad, and we, we confess on the fly. Yeah, but she was a hockey wife, meaning you were away playing hockey yeah. all the yeah. time. Is he away all the time now with his uh, hockey? No, he's not away at all. And yeah, and, and we take time. You know, it's okay to, to be direct with each other. And, and that's what the Lord said is, I've made you feisty. You need to be honest when the emotions come. Don't bury things. It doesn't serve anybody. You know, serve each other in, in truth and in honesty. And I will come and I will meet you there. And so that's what we, our marriage started to change is that we started to be a little bit more direct. Like, I do not like this right. in this behavior. I do not like this. I need you to come alongside me in a different way. And when you're tender to listen, healing comes. It's beautiful. Okay. So every doctor says he's terminal. Yeah. But then you got some medicine that no doctor <laughs> knew about. What that's was right. that medicine, Gary? You're holding it. I'm I holding this book right here. And for those of you that are not familiar with this book, it's the Bible Promises for Life. And I had a very similar book to this, but it has categories, and, it has, and depending on the situation that you're in. And for me, it was if, you're, if you have a medical crisis in your life, and it gives probably 30 to 40 verses. You know, you know when you're sick, when you're, when you're deathly sick, it's difficult to pour through the Bible. You don't have the energy to do it. This book was so efficient for me. I could pick it up. I could flip to the section on, on 
on medical, on medical situations, and I could recite that scripture to me over and over and over, and I did it over and over I, and over and over. I, I have to ask you this. I was told they're wheeling you in to remove your lung that's filled with cancer for surgery. Yep. Where was that book when they're wheeling you in? I'm laying like this. I'll never forget it. This book is in my left hand against my left thigh, and that's, that's the way I, was, I went into the operating room. And, and they, I would guess at some point, because they had to flip me over to take my lung out, I would guess they had to remove it at some point. But that's, this book never left my side. It was there when I woke up from my surgery. It was there when I was wheeled in. Mm -hmm. And it, I continue to carry this book with me wherever I go. I have it with me on this trip. So, Rosie. Yes. The doctor comes out and says, well, we removed the lung, mm -hmm. but right. what did he tell you? Well, it, the pathology report takes a couple days. So uh, it was uh, three or four days after the lung had come out, and the doctor said, this is a very, very, very aggressive cancer, and we have to be honest, it's all over his body, and when it shows up again, it's gonna be an vital organ. And Gary was, the Lord had put Gary into a place of denial, and I knew that he was going there. So again, I took his face, and again I said, Gary, God is the author of our first day and our last, not cancer. And the tsunami had just hit in Japan, and it took so many lives. And I said, there are people in, in that tsunami who had cancer that they thought they were going home, and they did it. There's people reading our Caring Bridge that are going to go home before you are. It's just you have to understand who is the author, and you have to join me in this fight. And the doctor said, listen to her. It was so cute. <laughs> he goes, listen to her. She knows what she's talking about. And he said, we will help you fight as well from this side. And so um, that's what we did. We fought with this book. We fought with God's promises. Okay. I don't know if you caught that or not. Gary had been so digesting the word of God, he went into a zone called supernatural denial, mm -hmm. which is just... I believe God. Mm -hmm. Everything's gonna be fine. Yeah. Doctors might have thought he was Meshuggah. That's a Hebrew word for crazy. They but did. God <laughs> says he was normal. He had the word in his heart and no one could take it out. Yeah. And when we come back, you're gonna find out what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Uh, Rosie. You literally feel like it is imperative that believers understand what you and Gary went through. Why is it so imperative to you? It's imperative to me because when you are in difficult situations that the world is telling you that you cannot walk out of, you must understand who God is in your life and his majestic power. He has your future in his hand. Nobody else, nobody else can take it away from you and nobody else can deny the fact that he is God in your life. You told me that God spoke to you and said you were gonna make it, uh, your brand new book, Praying for Healing While Planning a Funeral. You were gonna make this very long and everything that went, you went through and what did God tell you about this book? 
Well, it's very funny, Sid, because I wanted to just impart all this knowledge to all the people who might read it because my heart for them was to be to have a means to get out of their current situation, especially dire disease. And the Lord said, no, 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 child. I need you to keep this simple because I am the God with the power and they simply need to love me and acknowledge my name and I will move that mountain for them. I will help them walk in faith. Now, you did two exclusive teaching CDs for us. Mm -hmm. uh, why? What are you saying in there that you didn't say here? Well, in the teaching CDs, what the Lord had asked me to do was to talk deeply about how important your personal relationship is, that it's a two-way street with Him, and that when you are in relationship with Him and you seek Him, He can give you your pathway out of illness and out of the circumstances or the mountains in your life that are troubling you. Uh, you know, I love, this is the same book that Gary used. It saved his life, literally. The scripture promises, it's called Bible Promises for Life, and it, it, it has a leather feel. It's really nice. Uh, Gary, how important was this book to you? Well, Sid, um, even, though I went through, even though I went through the medical steps to make me well, um, this book was the additional medicine that I needed. Um, to bring full healing to me. Three separate oncologists agreed that my case was terminal and they could only do so much medically for me. This book um, provided the medicine that brought me full healing and a complete and total cure. Now, when you were being wheeled in to uh, have your lung removed uh, and, and <laughs> they didn't know if you'd come back alive, Someone told me what you did with that book. That book, what did you do? This book was on the gurney with me as I was wheeled into the operating room. And Sid is correct. We, we had no, we did not even know that I was going to survive the surgery and the chemo and the radiation after that. This book was with me, with me wherever, I, wherever I went. And what I learned through this process is that everything that doesn't matter when you have an illness such as this is stripped away. And what what is left is everything that does matter. Things such as this, scripture, and, and your, your relationship with Jesus. Rosie, you told me that God instructed you to put, make this so simple, so step, in fact, you have the steps listed. Uh, why have you made this so, so simple with the steps even listed? Mm. I did that because the Lord has a heart for where you are and he knows that you are burdened with um, the circumstances of your situation and it's very difficult to see him when, when the world is pressing upon you. So he asked me to put simple steps in the back of this book. So even if you don't read the book, read the last page and those are the steps that we took to walk out of a terminal diagnosis of cancer. How valuable would it have been for you as a mother as a wife, your husband with a death sentence, to have had this step-by-step step what God revealed to you and the scripture promises in the other book. It would have been essential. I, I would have loved a book like this. I looked for a book like this. And the people who have read it already, those who are in dire circumstances, what they are saying to us is that it is bringing them hope in their hopeless situation. So it's essential. I, I would have loved it. I believe it's essential. That's why we're making these resources available to you. The book, Praying for Healing While Planning a Funeral. I love that title. It's a little catchy, isn't it? A little tongue-in-cheek. Uh, and the two teaching CDs, God's Perfect Medicine, and the book, Bible Promises for Life. 
when you have this and you do with a simple instructions and the presence of God that is on this, the presence of God that's in the atmosphere, all things are possible. All. It is God's will that you and your family walk in supernatural healing. Call now for Rosie Brawson's brand new book and two CD set, Praying for Healing While Planning a Funeral, and the beautifully compiled book, Bible Promises for Life, for an investment of 39 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. Once again, that's 1-800-447-2697 or go to our website at SidRoth.org. That's SidRoth.org. The brand new book and two CD set, Praying for Healing While Planning a Funeral, and the beautifully compiled Bible Promises for Life. Offer number 9364 for investment of 39 U.S. dollars. Be sure to ask for offer number 9364. Once again, that's offer number 9364. We now return to It's Supernatural. Okay, now Gary had a death sentence, but he's getting this new medicine into him, the Word of God. He got to such a point that he believed God's Word over anything that was going on. As a matter of fact, 1 Corinthians 5, 7 says in the Amplified, for we walk by faith, not by sight or by appearance. Uh, but Gary, you're an engineer by training. You're cerebral. You're a new believer. But you started pressing into God for the first time in your life. You started hearing God. Tell me about that. Okay, so I was saved a few months before my diagnosis. And I would hear God sporadically over as, as I was getting sicker and sicker. I would hear him, but there was a, there was one particular night. We have a we have a room in our house. It's Bennett's bedroom. It's a very spiritual room. We've had several spiritual events in this house. Rosie can can contest to that, or and and my boys have as well. I decided I was very ill that night. I decided I'm going to go lay in Bennett's room, and I sat there, and it was a gusher. He was speaking to me so fast, I couldn't even process everything that he was saying. And I think he was catching up for all the years that I wasn't listening. <laughs> and I, I got up, I was frantic. I said, I have to get a pen, this is such good stuff. I gotta get, a, I gotta get an envelope, where is it? And so I fumbled through and I sat there, I turned the lights down and I just wrote and wrote and scribbled as he, as he was speaking to me. It was like a gusher and ever since then, it hasn't been a gusher like that, but I think, the, like I said, he was making up for lost time. And now it's just more of a, every day I hear, I hear, I've, I've given my life over to him. Mm -hmm. And he's leading me. Mm -hmm. my, my, my mission is not complete here. I have a job here, and he's leading me in that direction. R Rosie, yep. things did not get better. Their medical reports were getting worse mm -hmm. and worse. Mm -hmm. And God told you about praying his will. Explain that. Well, his scripture is our perfect medicine because it's his will. And Jesus has put his name to it. Jesus is, is the word, as John 1, 1 says, the word is before us all the time, and that is Jesus. So he just said, 
I didn't know how to pray anymore, Sid. I, I, my prayer time, I had gone as far as I could go in my spirit. And that's when the Lord said, pray scripture. Pray scripture for every cancer cell that is in his body. And the doctor had told us literally millions of cells were there. So I prayed scripture out loud all the time. He did, our, our boys did. Gary did um, in, one, in one hour period, period, he had prayed a scripture verse 25 times out loud. And just, it was the constant. We had to stand for victory for three and a half years. And we did not give up praying scripture out loud for that period of time. Tell, tell me what the term double-minded means. Well, you. okay, so double-minded means um, that often when you're given a terminal di diagnosis, you start thinking about what it would be like if death comes. And what the Lord had told me was that I was praying for healing in one breath and then imagining death in another, and that was double-minded. Now, he told me it was understandable, but it wasn't acceptable. And it was depleting my energy. It was also thinking of a future without him. You know what? Then the devil's so diabolical, yeah. he comes in disguised as God. Mm -hmm. What happened? Well, Gary was in a sense of denial, and um, the, uh, Satan came in in a voice that sounded just like my God's, and so it, it tricked me for about two and a half months. Now, I am standing, and I didn't want to tell any of my spiritual sisters that I was going through this, because I wanted no one to help me into acceptance of this illness. Does that make sense? So I fought Satan by himself, and he kept on saying, you know what, Gary is just getting extended time. You need to take him out of denial because you need to be the one that tells him. And I fought and I fought and I just would cry out to the Lord, no, no, you gave me these promises. I'm standing. Abraham asked for Lot. You took Sodom and Gomorrah, but you brought out Lot. I'm asking you to bring out Gary and I'm standing in the, your truth because this is what you said is true. And it was in a counseling appointment the night before um, his first uh, CT scan where they expected the cancer to come back, the counselor that was helping me through this whole process, she said, I had, had not told her anything about this. I broke down that night and I, she said, you're under attack, Rosie. This, you are not lying to your husband. He is gonna be healed and you're gonna walk into tomorrow healed. And I, then the whole pressure lifted and I was able to tell Satan to get me behind me. But he was deceitful and he sounded just like God and he will stop at nothing to take away your victory. Well, guess what? Gary is cancer-free despite those doctors. And, Rosie, you, you teach so simply. Give me one nugget that our people can take with them, one, one that nugget. you learned. Oh, gosh. Okay, so the most important nugget is, I believe, is that this is your perfect medicine. Scripture is your perfect medicine. And when you say it out loud, you are Confessing the kingdom of God on your situation. So people don't know how to do that and they don't know, they might do it just once in a day and I'm not talking about once in a day, I'm talking about all day long. As soon as you feel doubt and as soon as you feel worry, you need to get your scripture out and you need to profess it out loud because that is your truth, not your circumstances. Your truth is scripture. Rosie, hmm. pray. Pray, I will. And I was thinking, I was hoping you were going to ask me because I can come up with a lot of prayers, but we are just going to pray scripture right now over your situation for those who need this right now. It is written, as Jesus said, it is written, when we are sick, God will restore them. Lying upon their bed of suffering, he will rise them up again and restore them back to health. He heals your diseases, everyone. 
This is truth. Receive that truth right now in the name of Jesus Christ, for it is yours, and he wants to bless you out of your circumstances. Please just open your heart and receive it, because he absolutely loves you, and you are worth his time and his healing. For this we pray in your blessed name, Jesus, for indeed you are the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords. Amen. Amen. I am hearing H and H, heart and hip. I tell you on the authority, the word of the living God, that hearts, anything you need in your heart, some are even getting a new heart right now, the heart of a 30-year-old, I tell you, blood pressure being normal, anything you need in the heart area, it's yours, and hips are being healed in Jesus' name. Receive <laughs> Rosie, you literally feel like it is imperative that believers understand what you and Gary went through. Why is it so imperative to you? It's imperative to me because when you are in difficult situations that the world is telling you that you cannot walk out of, you must understand who God is in your life and his majestic power. He has your future in his hand. Nobody else, nobody else can take it away from you and nobody else can deny the fact that he is God in your life. You told me that God spoke to you and said you were gonna make it, uh, your brand new book, Praying for Healing While Planning a Funeral. You were gonna make this very long and everything that went, you went through and what did God tell you about this book? Well, it's very funny, Sid, because I wanted to just impart all this knowledge to all the people who might read it because my heart for them was to be, to have a means to get out of their current situation, especially dire disease. And the Lord said, no, 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 child. I need you to keep this simple because I am the God with the power and they simply need to love me and acknowledge my name and I will move that mountain for them. I will help them walk in faith. Now, you did two exclusive teaching CDs for us. Mm -hmm. uh, why? What are you saying in there that you didn't say here? Well, in the teaching CDs, what the Lord had asked me to do was to talk deeply about how important your personal relationship is, that it's a two-way street with Him, and that when you are in relationship with Him and you seek Him, He can give you your pathway out of illness and out of the circumstances or the mountains in your life that are troubling you. Uh, you know, I love, this is the same book that Gary used. It saved his life, literally. The scripture promises, it's called Bible Promises for Life, and it, it, it has a leather feel. It's really nice. Uh, Gary, how important was this book to you? Well, Sid, um, even, though I went through, even though I went through the medical steps to make me well, um, this book was the additional medicine that I needed. Um, to bring full healing to me. Three separate oncologists agreed that my case was terminal and they could only do so much medically for me. This book um, provided the medicine that brought me full healing and a complete and total cure. Now, when you were being wheeled in to uh, have your lung removed uh, and, and <laughs> they didn't know if you'd come back alive, Someone told me what you did with that book. That book, what did you do? This book was on the gurney with me as I was wheeled into the operating room. And Sid is correct. We, we had no, we did not even know that I was going to survive the surgery and the chemo and the radiation after that. This book was with me, with me wherever, I, wherever I went. And what I learned through this process is that everything that doesn't matter 
when you have an illness such as this is stripped away and what, what is left is everything that does matter. Things such as this, scripture and, and your, your relationship with Jesus. Rosie, you told me that God instructed you to put, make this so simple, so step, in fact, you have the steps listed. Uh, why have you made this so, so simple with the steps even listed? Mm. I did that because the Lord has a heart for where you are and he knows that you are burdened with um, the circumstances of your situation and it's very difficult to see him when, when the world is pressing upon you. So he asked me to put simple steps in the back of this book. So even if you don't read the book, read the last page and those are the steps that we took to walk out of a terminal diagnosis of cancer. How valuable would it have been for you as a mother as a wife, your husband with a death sentence, to have had this step-by-step step, what God revealed to you and the scripture promises in the other book. It would have been essential. I, I would have loved a book like this. I looked for a book like this and the people who have read it already, those who are in dire circumstances, what they are saying to us is that it is bringing them hope in their hopeless situation. So it's essential. I, I would have loved it. I believe it's essential. That's why we're making these resources available to you. The book, Praying for Healing While Planning a Funeral. I love that title. It's a little catchy, isn't it? A little <laughs> tongue in cheek. Uh, and the two teaching CDs, God's Perfect Medicine and the book, Bible Promises for Life. When you have this, and you do with a simple instructions and the presence of God that is on this, the presence of God that's in the atmosphere, all things are possible, all. It is God's will that you and your family walk in supernatural healing. Call now for Rosie Brawson's brand new book and two CD set, Praying for Healing While Planning a Funeral and the beautifully compiled book, Bible Promises for Life for an investment of 39 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. Once again, that's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at SidRoth.org. That's SidRoth.org. The brand new book, and two CDs set, Praying for Healing While Planning a Funeral, and the beautifully compiled Bible Promises for Life. Offer number 9364 for investment of 39 U.S. dollars. Be sure to ask for offer number 9364. Once again, that's offer number 9364. Next week on It's Supernatural, my guest, went to heaven every day for three years and was taught mysteries on how to awaken your spiritual senses. And he wants to pray because God told him he had this gift for your supernatural senses to be awoken. Do you want that? Yes. Your gifts to this ministry will help Sid air It's Supernatural in Israel 28 times a week and distribute his evangelistic book to the Jewish people worldwide.